To Quantum of Misses, the James Bond podcast that experiences 007 like it was in the old days, through the lens of the ITV schedulers of a totally random order. I'm Christopher, and this is the Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading our podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And I certainly heard some fizzing sounds, which suggests to me that you enjoyed. Oh, I love a Daniel Craig. <laughs> and which Daniel Craig have we just been watching the first part of? I don't know, I was too busy looking at him. <laughs> it just wiped everything else from your memory. It was Casino Royale. It was Casino Royale. Daniel Craig's first outing as James Bond. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, as we saw in the uh, prologue, James Bond's first outing at all. Yes, um, in the, the pre-title sequence. Mm-hmm. Made it clear that he hadn't been promoted to double O at that point because you need to kill two people before you have a license to kill people. I don't really understand that. I think you have to have two confirmed kills before you get to be a double O. But the double O means license to kill. Well, that's something. So they mean two unlicensed killings first? Well, I think the I don't think the double O is not just license to kill. That oh, there's license to kill, o. and then on top of the, the like promotion from license to kill oh, is no. double O. No, no, I think only double O's have a full license to kill. I, that, I think. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm saying. So the two kills that he mm-hmm. has to do to get that, yeah. are unlicensed. No, but they're not his. They're not off his own volition. They're not his own. Oh, his not own targets of his. Yeah, he can be told go and kill somebody. But a license to uh, kill means I can do that without having to report to him and say, can I kill this uh, person? Oh, see, that was under That's what your license I'm with you now. Right, okay. Yeah. Did you enjoy the pre-titles? I did. It started off black and white, a bit film noir. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, and then within that, the flashbacks to before they're in that room with the, the guy mm-hmm. was kind of grainy. So it was a lot of cinema tricks mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and then when the man was saying, Dryden, Dryden saying, your your first kill is always messy or whatever, mm-hmm. but your second kill, and he shoots him and goes considerably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a nice moment. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. So, um, but before we get into it, mm-hmm. why are they doing the film they've done before again? Have they done a film before again? Of Casino Royale. Oh, have they done films? Oh, is that not again? canon or some shit? <laughs> you may find out as and when, if and when, we ever watch another film called Casino Royale, if indeed we do. So you're not going to engage with me in this conversation? Not at the moment. Well, I'll, okay, you know, you, you're you aware that they, there was a rights issue, because I think I spoke about that before. Basically, the, right, the film listening. rights for Casino Royale were sold separately to the other books. Right. So... Eon Productions never had the right to do Casino Royale. But in 2000, after a whole lot of humming and hawing and um, legal action, they got it back. So when it came time to be having a new bond, needing a fresh start, etc., where better to start than at the beginning? 
I don't know. I mean, the whole concept of Bond being the same character, even though it's different actors, and there's no real chronological order to these missions, blah, 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 kind of gets thrown out when you start at the beginning, beginning again. I just thought, to me, it's meant to be the next story after the last Bond mm-hmm. is this one. Mm-hmm. But no, we're going back to the recent Bond with the first ever, and yeah, it messes with my head. I know. There are some people in order that you can do this, because this is supposed to reconcile it, if you really want to do convoluted tricks, is that you have Casino Royale, etc., and then you have everything else that happened before, <laughs> back to Dr. No, mm-hmm. all the way up to the one before Casino Royale, and then... Before that all happens, before Skyfall, because it's all the same character. I'm not. You're not explaining yourself. What do you mean? Well, instead of it being instead of it, Doctor No being the earliest that we have seen James Bond, can't be that anymore because Casino Royale happens before he's a double O, but just yeah, when he just okay. becomes a double O agent. So you have that one, then you go back and do all the ones in between, and then he goes and does the next, the end of the Daniel Craig ones. Well, I think people watch it in that order. Could do, yeah. Okay, all right. But that's obviously what they're saying is happening. I think what no, I think what they're saying is, forget all that. This is James Bond. It's as if that stuff never happened. No, I don't like that. Ah. I don't like the other people. Oh right, okay. You're you're uh, well. That then surprises me, Fiona, that we've spoken now for quite some time about this pre-title sequence, and now a veteran of. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, four, six, eight, ten James Bond films. You haven't mentioned something. Oh, for the sake. What crazy. happens at the what's the first thing that you see in a James Bond film? The gun barrel. The gun barrel. You know I don't give a about the gun barrel. <laughs> and that's why everybody emails me and says she's never be a fan as long as she doesn't care about the gun barrel. There but was you say so much it. discussion about where the gun barrel came. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was. But yeah, but the gun barrel mm-hmm. is also related to him becoming a double O. Oh, do you think so? So he can't have the gun barrel until he's had that scene. Except the gun barrel comes in the flashback when he's only killed one person, unless the person that he shoots in the gun barrel is actually the second kill, and Dryden is actually kill number three. No, because then the considerably line isn't quite as good. <laughs> it's all very complicated, isn't it? But we like that pre-title. Did you recognise Dryden? As I meant to. Well, you've seen Dryden in, in the theatre. But I don't remember things. I know. But there you go. I was quite excited because it was after this. Um, and then he came on and I was like, oh, that's the guy from the beginning of Casino Royale. <laughs> this is cool. What, what flavour it? It was in The Habit of Art. He played uh, Benjamin Britten. Alan Bennett play about uh, Auden and Britain. We saw it in Glasgow. My mum drove us back from it, and she drove on the wrong side of the dual carriage. Oh, I remember, remember that. that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thought you might remember that happening. That was pretty exciting, if nothing else. Um, yeah, so we'd seen him before. Um, and then we go from the gun battle directly into the title sequence with the title song. Now. Think about that. Well, before we get onto the song. Oh, we're not getting. Okay, fine. The title sequence mm-hmm. has Bond in it, mm-hmm. which I don't think is that common. Yeah, it's not uncommon either, though. And the proper actor, not just the silhouette or anything. Yeah. Okay. But I do like 
the way that they went LSD with a pack of cards. <laughs> they must have been on drugs. I think that would uh, that's pretty bondy. Yes, uh huh. Um, and the shooting in the heart. It did get a bit psychedelic, but also in keeping. Mm-hmm. You know, look a bit seventies and all that kind of thing. So I did like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, the song was a bit too rocky. Oh, I love the song. I didn't think it was too rocky at all. Mm. Are you? Are you the big? Are you in? Are you in the the big ballad? Bond yeah, songs? that's your kind of one. Yeah, I like the rocky ones. Oh well, I mean, it was good. Who was it? Chris Cornell, who is a, it was a singer in a band called Soundgarden. I think they were bigger in America than they were here. Soundgarden were in a, did another Bond, didn't they? No. Savage Garden. No. Some band. Savage Garden. Don't think so. Band. Garbage. Oh, maybe it's garbage. They're they're all in the same Venn diagram to me. All right, not not quite, but okay. (laughs) Uh, I I think it's a great song. I think it's a brilliant song. The music is great, and I think the lyrics are great because it's about Bond, but it could also be about playing Bond. Oh, what are the lyrics? Arm yourself because no one else here will save you. Uh, I will replace you. Are you willing to die? Yeah, right. All that kind of thing. I love it. I think it's really good. Cool. Uh, I, I love the titles as well. And I, I, I think my favourite bits are when the sort of figures all, when they get like punched. It's very, it's very punchy. This whole film is very punchy. Mm. Uh, when they get punched, they turn into like a whole lot of diamonds or a whole lot of hearts. Mm. And, and then right at the end, when Daniel Craig walks towards the screen mm-hmm. and his face gets slowly blacked out. Oh, yeah. Like, and he just leaves his eyes because they know they've got it on. That's, that's the, the key point, the key bit of him. Uh, okay. That just made me think of those books where you can flip uh, a head, <laughs> a body, and a... A policeman's hat with yes. a Richard <laughs> Edwin. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right, so we get into the film proper. Yep. By which point we pretty much have... The first scene being a kind of pre-title sequence type scene with all the parquet. Is that what you call it? Yes, free running. Yeah. Free running. So I bet that was originally at some point meant to be the pre-title sequence with that long chase. Oh, possibly, yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. more in keeping with some of the other films. But mm-hmm. I don't care where it was. I just, mm-hmm. I loved it. The, the free running sequence. No, there was a bit of me that thought, I wish I knew more about what the hell was going on and whether we cared and, and how important this was and all that, like, setting. Mm-hmm. But I did like them. Well, you knew he was a bomb maker because when Bond and Agent Carter, who fell into the snake pit and we never saw again... Well, he did touch his ear uh-huh. playing spy. Because Bond does say, I wonder if bomb makers are insured for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So we knew he was a he was a baddie. Oh well, no yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no goodies with scars, um, but <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a great. Oh wait a minute, we we've seen the first scene was the Freedom Fighters in the Jungle. The wasn't first it? Scene Sorry, is the, yeah, yes, let's, is, let's is Le and the well, the other thing Warlord. about Le that I want to say is I thought it was Blofeld that had the cut across his eye. Uh, Blofeld does, some Blofelds do have a, his eyes kind of dragged down. Yeah. Is this just like coincidence? Uh, yeah, I don't, well, I don't think Lashif in the book particularly had any sort of physical quirk, but you've got to have a physical quirk. And yeah, they say, can pick another one. It just got me confused. I thought that was meant to be Blofeld. Because you know yeah. how we saw young Blofeld in the... 
Inspector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, is that that who we are? And then they, they it wasn't. No. And I was, uh, yeah, I don't like that. They, if they're going to use symbolic <laughs> things to indicate baddies, they should have different ones for different baddies. Okay. There we go. So we're in the jungle. We're understanding it's about the uh, dirty money of the freedom fighters. And yep, they want a return on their investment. Lashif is guaranteeing it to them. Yep. Uh, his banker, Duggan from Doctor Who, everyone, Excitement City, um, is saying, are you sure you want to do this? It seems a bit strange. He says, yes, do it. As if he knew okay. better. As if he knew better. Um, but there was also another shadowy presence in that uh, scene. In the jungle bit or in the monkey bit? In the jungle bit, which was the man who said to the warlord to begin with, Oh, I'm just doing the introductions. Yeah, I can't we, guarantee or, more than that. Yes, all our organisation guarantees are the introduction. Am you, I meant to know who that is? Well, you have seen him. Uh, he's inspector as well. He's the guy who shoots himself in Austria. Oh, I, mean, I can't remember. Oh, doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't matter. Okay. Just remember that that guy was there, though, because you'll need that for the next bit of the film that we haven't seen yet. Oh, right, OK. The bit after the news. The bit after the news, yeah. So, uh, yeah, then we're, then we're at the free running. I did, yeah, no, I really, and I know it went on a bit, and I'm, you know, I'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of long car chases and things like this, but the fact that it was clever how they fit through the gaps and jumped on things mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing, I quite enjoyed it, the pleasingness of just watching that. The one, I think my favourite bit was when the baddie, Jump through the thin window, <laughs> and James Bond just hack, uh, just walk through, through the, the yes. Yeah, what I love about that whole sequence is the bomb maker guy who is who is played by the guy who invented free running. Oh, is it? He's so good at it. Ah. And Bond's double was like his like his best mate. Um, he is so good at it, and he gets as you see, he gets through all the little bits, and mm. he's so tricksy and blah blah blah. And Bond is absolutely the blunt instrument that yes. M later calls him, really from the very beginning, because he picks up the digger and just you know, know. to get through to begin and with. And he doesn't quite make the jumps and he no. hurts himself and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the bit of when they're on the top of the cranes, that is such. Even now, you know, even the first time you see it, you know, Bond is not going to fall off this crane and die. But you still but it's so it, you? like, oh my god, think of it. And he just everything he hits with such a power, and you just feel, oh god, this man's bones are never going to make it yes. through this film, let alone anything else. Uh, yeah, I love that. But yes, and I remember sitting in the cinema, and the I remember sitting in the cinema, and first of all saying, "Where's the bloody gun barrel?" <laughs> letting that go a bit. And then the title sequence and the song being "This is okay for Bond," mm-hmm. but then is this guy Bond when he when he ran through that drywall? That yes. guy was Bond. <laughs> That's Bond right there. That's my kind of Bond. Um. So yeah. So we had the free running. What happens after the free running? Well, he goes to the embassy, the Nabutu embassy. Yes. Nabutu embassy. And. It doesn't seem to stop him chasing after the guy, even though a whole army's again uh, after him, mm-hmm. and uh, catches him. Mm-hmm. He runs around for a while. He gets shot, mm-hmm. and then when you think he's cornered and there's no way of escaping, he shoots the guy, blows everything up, and runs away. Yeah, except there was security camera. Yeah. 
and Le Chief finds out about that because then we're on Le Chief's boat that point. Oh yes, and then he looks up the news article, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, we also get introduced to the idea that he's playing big states gambling. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, because he's got a wee poker game going on mm-hmm. uh, while a guy has a quick pair of on his girlfriend who, oddly, showers with a swimming costume on. I noticed that. <laughs> Is there any time that you would shower with your swimming costume on? Well, there's a bit of me that thinks maybe she was just washing the seawater out of the swimming costume. Ah. But then you'd like take it off and mm-hmm. do yourself. Mm-hmm. And touch her. Then have another shower. Yes. Uh, so the chief's not happy about that because clearly the bomb maker was in some way connected to him. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And M has to appear in front of a parliamentary committee and is not happy about it. Yes. Now I would say about that first that scene mm-hmm. of them going what's Bond doing mm-hmm. she's wearing a very low cut top was she? it was like a, a suit jacket without much underneath alright and I thought you know bit me thought good on her mm-hmm. and bit me thought no she's she's too old mm-hmm. and that kind of malarkey okay but I think you're meant to imply that she was in the middle of something fancy she was dressed up evening oh. wear well I thought she was she Got dressed up to appear before. You don't. You don't get caught fold in front of a parliamentary committee with no time to get changed. Change. You're right. told tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. Okay. Committee room one. But Bond has gone missing at this point. Nobody mm-hmm. knows where he is. But she soon finds out where he is because he's in her flat. He's in her flat. Yes. Which I mean, generally at this point, I I'm thinking he he is acting. Very young and roguish, mm-hmm. more so than normal, mm-hmm. which is quite appropriate for the Casino Royale stage of his career. Yeah. So I do like that, that he's being a bit too cocky. And she gives him a telling off. It's a bit gentle. She's not, she she says, don't do it again. But she's kind of saying, oh, I know this is what you're like. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Some do it. Is she saying that in terms of, and sometimes I will need that in an agent and then I will call for you? I think she's just saying, I know there's nothing I can say here to change your behaviour. Mm-hmm. I'm requesting that you at least give me some privacy. Yes. Rather than doing what I should be doing, which is telling you you're completely out of line. Mm-hmm. But she does not give him a mission. She tells him to go away and hide for a few weeks yes. while he dies down. Yes, she does. But she also tells him what she needs to see from him so that she can trust him again, which is to know that he knows who to trust and who not to trust, how to take his ego out of the situation. Mm -hmm. Do you think she is tacitly telling him, without telling him, keep following it, Bond? Well, there there was a scene later on where he says, you know I wouldn't let it go. And I think at that point, you she kind of confirms that, yeah, that was basically mm-hmm. her plan all along. And she is the puppet master. The only thing that I think goes against that is when another scene before that scene, when Villiers wakes her up in the middle of the night to say oh, Bond's on the how computer. How does he know this stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of goes against that as if she's like, I, don't, I didn't tell him to do this. No, I think she's like, I'm pleased he's doing this, but how is he using my password? <laughs> I would think it's all about using our login and password. Yes. Right. How does he know? How, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that that's a bit 
that's she's not annoyed that he's doing it. Um, she's just he's just annoyed by the methods of by, by the fact she's doing it. But also, I think he is doing it using her password so that she he gives her a, a he knows that they're seeing that, and it's almost like a message back. This is where I've got up to. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah. Anyway. We also that in, in that early bit with them have Judy Dench's very strange pronunciation of the word bastards. So that the first syllable of it is like Shandy Bass. Bastards. 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 Yeah. Very strange. So the other scene where she gets annoyed about the password is mm-hmm. there, there's a there's a husband in the bed. There is. And it isn't Jeffrey Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, there was another suggestion before of um having another half. Um, I think there's, maybe you haven't seen this, I think there's a mention of grandchildren at some point. Oh, really? Or children. I don't think you've seen that one yet. But though. I always thought, um, particularly the Judy Dench M, was single. Okay. I don't know why. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, so where Bond has found out from M's computer and the the cell phone that he stole from the um, bomb maker, which you could play snake on. Remember snake? That's all they I get do, thinking. They do have phones. a lot of old phones. I know. I mean, it doesn't look dated <laughs> apart from the mobile the phones. phones. Like yeah. when he holds up the phone in the car to use GPS, looking all swelled with his new toy, and it looked like a game of snake. Mm-hmm. It was just <laughs> amazing how old the phones look. Yes, but using those, using that phone, he's discovered that the text message that was that had spurred the bomb maker to leave the snake pit game had been sent from the Ocean Club in the Bahamas. So yes. off to the Ocean Club in the Bahamas, Bond will go. Yes. And he turns up, trying to figure out a way to get... Well, I thought to get in, but then what he turns out to do is causes a big lot of cars to be damaged in the car park, so all security runs out there, and he nips into the security booth mm-hmm. to find... The um, security, security tape, tape security disc from the time at which the te- the message was sent. So coincidentally, the guy who sent the message was standing right in front of the camera. Even though I'm sure that this Ocean Club could be acres, big. could be. But Bond had pinpointed the very spot to there because you saw him when you zoomed in on M's computer right um, to the turning circle. So. That was why when he was bending down right, time he was late and he was okay. checking out other cameras on this oh. spot because I am in the spot. I have appreciated that. Yes. Level. We also got to see Bond um, driving along to the Ocean Club in his top James Bond car. The Ford. A Ford Focus. I know. It did look like a higher car, which is what it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not a very Bondian car, I didn't think. But I bet they paid a fortune for that. Oh, Ford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But what kind of car did the man who sent the text message drive? Aston but a 1964 Aston Martin. Yeah. Well, and it's come back that man, it turned out, was the slimy bagger uh, that M mentioned in her when she mm. was sitting next to her. Not Jeffrey Palmer's husband. That's not canon. Uh, uh, it's a different show. Yeah, and his name is Demetrios, and he's a gambler. So a little quick um, brief in session on 
Nowhere to walk away. Well, he didn't know when to walk away, did he? Because he was all in and including his car, which Bond wins because Bond is good at poker. This is what we learn from this scene. Bond is good at poker. Yes. Though we are ears reinforced later when M says, I hear you're the best we've got at poker. I wish Mm -hmm. it wasn't. But I'm going to have to use you. Going to have to use you. Yes. Uh, So he wins the car and he also manages to chat up Dimitros' girlfriend. Who we had previously seen riding a horse on the beach, like you do. Yes. Which was when Daniel Craig came out of the sea. Oh, that was nice. In his blue underwear. That was a nice scene. Can we watch that one again? I bet bet you want to watch that one again. But you see that all the time when I come out of the sea in my trunks, tight trunks. Don't you? Yeah, just the same, darling. Looking like a slice of, looking like a daily triangle. You're, you're more baby bell. <laughs> I thought I was more Bernard Breslau. <laughs> Not a patch on Bernard Breslau. That's a man for you. Um, Are we digressing? Yeah. So he picks up the girlfriend and tries to pump her for interrogation, but it seems like she really doesn't know very much. And she's pretty much on to the fact that he's using her to try and get to the husband. Yes. Anyway. So he slips out. Yeah, but well, the husband's because the husband has been called to Le Chief's yacht, or to Miami is, is all we know at that point. Well, I think Le Chief's yacht's in the Bahamas, and then he sends him to Miami yeah. because he says, if you basically he says you've got to sort this out, i.e., find another bomb maker, mm-hmm. um, or find another way of planting the bomb, um, which is why he goes to Miami, and indeed Bond follows him, thus putting his ego to one side for the good of the mission and his cock. Possibly the only time ever that Bond does something like that. Uh, and off he goes to Miami, where he follows Demetrios to the Bodyworks exhibition, because nothing says mid-2000s than that Bodyworks <laughs> thing. Um, uh, but he misses the handover. Uh-huh. Well, he does manage to kill Demetrios, yeah. or force Demetrios to stab himself. That's another brutal bit, that Miami stabbing. Yes, especially with so many folk around about. Yeah, yeah. So he follows the other guy to the airport, um, where the guy's totally onto him from the very beginning. He's quite a rubbish spy, Bond, in this, Mm. at times. Uh, And the guy is going to blow up a petrol tanker Mm. next to the Skyfleet new plane. The new whizzy... Giant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which it is it pretty obvious by then that the chief is betting against the stock of Skyfleet rising. Yes, I think so. So th- he, this is the the uh, the reason why he knew better than his banker about buying all the the stocks. Because he knew that he was going to blow up mm-hmm. one of the the flagship plane using acts of terrorism for monetary gain. Mm-hmm. Just like in 9-11, conspiracy theorists. Well, that's uh, what my, uh, M says. Mm-hmm. Uh, tinfoil hat time. But Bond stops that after a bit of exciting runway chase. Mm-hmm. Which is that, that went on a bit. It does go a bit. I seem to remember watching this at, at your parents' house, oddly. And the break in the film, immediately after that bit, had that Cadbury's advert where all the... Um, Airport vehicles have a race down the runway to Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. 
Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, I, just, I can't watch that now without hearing that in, my, in the background. Um, but Bond manages to divert that. Yeah, so then when Bond's being arrested, because obviously stupidly think it's him, mm-hmm. um, you think that he's going to still blow it up, and he think he looks smug, and then Bond watches him, and then he realises the bomb's attached to his belt. Mm-hmm. So it only blows him up. I know. I did quite enjoy that bit. He was, he was quite good, that actor. He was, he, you know, he, he looked, he looked shifty. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. And he acted and evil. shifty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Bond then goes back to the Bahamas for some reason. Well. The, oh, because they found the body of the woman, haven't yes. they? Yes. And, uh. And they, it's more because she, oh, me, she got tortured. So they want to make sure that he didn't tell her anything that could compromise him, like his real name and blah, blah, you know, oh, he uses yeah. James Bond all the time. Everyone knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, said he no. did say ellipsis to her. Yeah. So, but, but I suppose that's kind of by ended that, by then, isn't Yeah, because we know that that's the code to get into the airport security mm-hmm. area. But Ellipsis seems to be the code name for blowing up the thing, blowing up the tanker in front of the airplane and making yes. the money like that. So, yeah, I suppose Ellipsis is a bit dead in the water now. Yeah, so I don't think we're in, we're in trouble for that. But then they find out that Lashif is having a big high-stakes game mm-hmm. and the M can get Bond a place at that table, though that later doesn't seem to be a secret. And it's in Montenegro. So they get, he gets on a train to Montenegro. Ah, uh, hold on, before that he gets, gets injected with a... Oh, a homing mm-hmm. pigeon. By not Q. <laughs> by not... Or maybe Q. I know, where's Q, well, Q died by the Do you think that man was Q? No. No, not Q. No, I think he was just, I think he was more doctor than gadgets. Oh, do you think? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yes, as you say, he's then on the train to Montenegro. Which is a nice... Um, not to like the Orient Express old fashioned train mm-hmm. element of mm-hmm. it. I like it. Um, she doesn't know, guys. She doesn't know. I don't know what. Yeah, you, you'll find, you'll, one day you'll find out what you don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, and that point we meet Vesper. Yes, who is the Treasury representative who are putting up the money, the 10 million, possibly 10 million. I am million. the money. Every penny Every of penny it. Every penny of it. I, I like that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a bit of uh, showing off how clever they are to each other. Mm-hmm. Spat. And it Psychological is, profiling. It is It is quite fun to watch the two of them. I like the chemistry between them. I think it, mm-hmm. um, it does well. And obviously I do know that that becomes a thing later. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yes, it was very enjoyable to watch them. Go at it, as it were, intellectually. <laughs> oh, intellectually. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that is a good scene, and you, 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 they do seem like equals. Yeah. More than often Bond girls do, Bond women do. I know, and then when they're in the car uh, later on, he goes, don't worry, you're not my type, and she goes, clever, and he goes, no single. No single. But I think we're basically you are saying... It's good, she's clever as well. Like, well, he had said to Solange, who's Demetrius' girlfriend, 
that he likes married women because it keeps things straight. I know, but that's what I'm saying is he normally, and I think someone says this, disposes of women. Yeah, she says that. Like Disposable, a plaything, yeah. yeah. And that is really what he does. And so mm-hmm. this Vespa getting under his skin a little bit is, is a whole new thing to him, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, bear in mind in the continuity of this, he hasn't disposed of all those women in all those other films. Yes. that hasn't happened. Yes. But I also think that um, in some places it's suggested that he only becomes this cold-hearted bastard because of Vespa and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas this film is suggesting he was always like that. Um, so, that's interesting. Um, and then they get into the, the hotel where mm-hmm. he blatantly says, I'm fond. Um, and she's from the treasury. And she, <laughs> she gets annoyed with him. And then he goes out to the car um, to get all his... Well, to firstly show us there's some gadgets in the car. Uh-huh. And a gun and all Big the gun. stuff from them. I think that I think the file that he he's got there I think is his information about meeting Mathis, who we see in the next scene. They go to the other village and meet Mathis. Oh, and then he gets the chief of police arrested. Yes, because the chief of police is being paid by the chief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Yes, I suppose. Um. And then we have a scene about them getting dressed. When yes. he tells her what to wear, and then she tells him what to wear. Yes. And again, it's more spatting and, and quite mm-hmm. fun. I quite enjoyed that. Good. And he did look good in his suit. Do you think he wouldn't? He would think he would have looked worse in his own dinner jacket, whatever yes. it might have been. I think he was off the peg at CNA. <laughs> I think it probably was tailored, but um, as she commented on the train, he was. He'd probably buy something that was just expensive rather than stylish. Ah. What do you think of what we said about him having a chip on his shoulder because he wasn't he got his money. expensive schooling? I think that's true. Especially what we know about the brother, not on brother. Yeah, don't think about the brother too hard. Because <laughs> I don't want that's not in my canon. No, oh, does, <laughs> does that not fit nicely? The claymate accident is fine, but right. the, uh, the brother is not. Okay. And then we go downstairs, or Bond goes downstairs, and to the room where the card game is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we see Felix Lighter, but we don't know it's him yet. <gasps> How do you remember that? I know, it's amazing, isn't that it? It is amazing that you remember that. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you remember that. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of this first bit of... Oh, I love it. Stand your Craig. It's pretty much, you've already had, or you've pretty much had one film, and then you're about to get another whole another film. That's true. Yeah, there's, there's... You know, he's foiled the, the, the plot to destroy the airliner, mm. and now he's got to foil the plot to win, for the chief to win back his money. Yeah, because you're, he's chasing the buddy. Mm-hmm, the so, chief is, because everybody's... No, no, it. I meant Bond is chasing, because they didn't want the bomb maker... They didn't want the people blowing up the airplane. They wanted mm-hmm. to find the person behind all of this that is funding for all of this yeah, and, and terrorist action. They're hoping to do that by, if the chief doesn't win his money back, all his clients are going to be after him. They'll give him and sanctuary they, and sweat him for all yes, he knows. Because his clients are such brutal people that mm-hmm. it would be better to be turn yourself in. Queen's mm-hmm. Evidence or turn MI6. Yes. Bob. 
All right. Well, it sounds like you've enjoyed it very much. You're looking yes. forward to Well, there's one more bit? comment I wanted to okay. say. Obviously, we don't really have a, it was a different time section. Because it was now. Because or was it? Well, uh, apart from the phones. Um, but what I thought was quite funny is when they, they're in the car, uh, Vesper and Bond, and they have the passports, and she, he's explaining their, their cover story. He says that she's called Broadchest. Stephanie Broadchest. Broadchest. And he, she, she was like, you're kidding, kind of thing. And I think that whole scene was a nice sort of, um, poking fun at Bond. So in the a pre- Bond film. Well, it's previous inappropriateness. Mm-hmm. They're kind of calling it out for being inappropriate mm-hmm. by making a joke of it rather than, but. But do you think in the reality of the film, because he was meant to be Mr. Beach. Uh-huh. Do you think that covers, that document did say she is Stephanie Broadchest? I don't know because it would Or was be... he just making it up for a laugh? I think he might have been making it up for a laugh. <laughs> Because he wouldn't let her see it. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that was that. Was that. So yes, that, I have enjoyed it, and uh, I can't wait till we watch the next one okay. after the news. Well, in that case, if you have any uh, comments, questions, etc., you can uh, contact us from at Quantum of Misses. Uh, that's MRS at gmail dot com or at Quantum of Misses again MRS on Twitter. Uh, but uh, other than that, we will tell you that Quantum of Misses will continue after the news. 